0: We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien.
1: Hello and welcome in to The Financial Answer. Mark Killian, your host, alongside Nathan O'Brien. He is your registered investment advisor and the founder of O'Brien and Associates, your local investor coach, if you will, right here in the Hub City and West Tennessee with his office in Jackson and Huntington. If you'd like to reach out to Nathan, do so at any time throughout the program by calling 855-51-COACH. That is 855-51-COACH. You can also stop by the website at InvestorCoach.net. That is InvestorCoach.net. Nathan, welcome in, buddy. How are you today?
2: Ah, uh, doing great, doing great. Had a great week and looking forward to the show today. And I don't know about you, Mark, but I am glad that that Halloween candy is gone. <laughs> <laughs> is, does that mean that you had too much Halloween candy? Well, just yeah, just sitting around from the house, uh-huh. you know, for all the kids and all, and you know, you walk by and yeah, pick for up all the kids, that's and, right. And, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's right. So I'm glad, I'm glad that's gone, I'm glad that's over with. Yeah, that's the true. last person that comes, we just dump the bucket in their bag. Take <laughs> so, it, take it and run. <laughs> yeah. That's Right, I hear you
1: <laughs> I hear you on that one because it's like you sit there and look at it for what probably two weeks leading oh, up to yeah. it oh yeah. yeah and uh and I don't know about your <laughs> wife but like mine she's like don't do it I don't mess with it. you know, And I'm like, oh, but it's just begging me to come grab a piece. So. No,
2: it is. <laughs> that's right.
1: Well, we're going to talk about uh, not Halloween candy now. We're going to talk about <laughs> some investing and in retirement and financial information. And that's what we do here on The Financial Answer. Hopefully, we can impart some ideas, trains of thoughts, things to think about as you are uh, dealing with the investing and financial and retirement worlds. And again, Nathan is a great resource to tap into. So make sure if you have questions, you do reach out to him, 855 coach. Nathan, let's talk about defensive mechanisms. We all employ these um, in our life, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even with Halloween candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, um, but let's say, you know, sometimes people say they don't want to retire and there are those who actually really mean it. They don't want to retire. They love what they do. They want to yep. keep working. I think you you may be one of those as you age, because I know you really right. enjoy uh, what you yeah, do. I
2: do. I do. I yeah. really love it. And um, I may, I may dial back my time in the office. Right. Exactly. Definitely. But right. I, I love what I do.
1: Well, but I think other times it's, it's just a defensive mechanism when people say things to compensate for the fact that they feel like they cannot retire uh, successfully or that they haven't done a good job or they're worried about their investments or whatever the case is. So let's just start with, well, the one that you and I just discussed for a second. There are those people out there that say, I love my career. Absolutely. And, but maybe yeah. they use that to, uh, you know, to their detriment sometimes.
2: <laughs> sometimes, yeah. You know, some people really do enjoy their career, just like you said, and don't really have a desire to stop working and go into that office. Or maybe they work from their house or whatever, but, and they really may be in a good financial position as well. But at some point, our health, changes to the industry, whatever, disappearance of our company, anything that may not allow you to continue to work as long as you want. So it's important to have that plan and make sure that uh, you've got things set up for in that situation, this may happen. I have a client that, that was in a great job. He loved it. He worked from his house 99% 99% of the time. And, you know, 62 came along, 63, 65, and he was just like, "Hey, I I'm, I'm living large here and I'm doing great. <laughs> I've got a six-figure income and I'm able to I pretty much feel retired now." And um, the only thing was is he did, you know, he was there. He did have to do a couple of things every day for a few hours and get some things finished up, but, you know, really he didn't have to report to an office. So he had a lot of freedom but not a hundred percent freedom. And that's what caused him to make the transition is, you know, he and his wife really had saved. Well, they wanted to travel. They wanted to do some things that, he could only do if he didn't have to report at all, you know, so he was, he was able to do that and make that transition, but he was 70 years old before he actually made that transition into full retirement. And, you know, he's enjoyed it tremendously since then, (laughs) based on his spending, he's enjoyed it tremendously. So, right. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) No, that's right. That's right. He's really loved it. and, And they've done a, done a good job planning up to that point. So, uh, it's it's everybody's different, but uh, and whatever your career requires and needs, but there's a lot of flexibility now that we
1: didn't used to have. True. Very true. And everyone has a different kind of take on it. And we're talking about how maybe we use, um, you know, standard lines or, or defensive mechanisms to kind of prevent us from attempting to do what it is that we want to do. Maybe you're at a point where you kind of want to retire. You're not sure. And I think let me kind of backtrack. I think the point of this is that a lot of times people are not clear on if they can even pull the trigger on what they want to do so they use these sayings or these defensive mechanisms if you will Mm -hmm. to you know just to kind of put the head in the sand and not really find out the answer so like i'd be bored if i was to retire so i'm not going to retire that one you hear quite a lot as well i'm scared of it or whatever so i'm just i'm not having anything to do so i'm just going to keep working
2: yeah, and you know what? I, a lot of times, what I see here is that the, the person may not really have a, a large passion for their career, but they just can't find anything better to do, you okay. know. Yeah. And and so a lot of times, what I hear people say here is that you know when when people retire, they die. You know, they go sit on the couch and they die. So I don't want to do that. So I don't want to retire. And and sometimes that seems true, you know. <laughs> in some cases, sure. In some cases, and so that's kind of got they've gotten that in their mind, and so they they just kind of put it off simply because of that. For many of you in this category, simply getting a a different job can be a nice way to ease into retirement. You know, so maybe you retire from your career, get a simpler, less stressful job that may not pay as much. But it may give you a better quality of life, more freedom, more flexibility. Uh, that way you're not jumping into retirement cold turkey, basically. Right. You're just kind of slowing down a little bit and making a, an easy transition there. So in this case, it's really important to explore how that's going to affect your income plan. Okay, Uh, moving to a job with a lower salary, maybe keeping that same job, but moving to a a part time position there can really help that transition to retirement be more enjoyable and something that really leads to your happiness over time.
1: And it's a good way to maybe ease into it as well if you are concerned about, uh, you know, cold turkey as you as you mentioned. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer here today. We appreciate your time here on the program. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. If you have questions about your investments or your retirement plan, your strategy through life with your finances, and you need to talk with a qualified professional, Nathan O'Brien is a registered investment advisor. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. He's been doing this for more than 15 years and a great resource here in the Hub City to type into. So 855-51-COACH. Nathan, so I don't have enough money to retire. Now, that Mm. one is pretty much the standard gold. That's the gold standard.
2: That's the the one that people fall back on. It's the snicker bars of Halloween candy. (laughs) and it, it may be true you know in in that situation but you're right it's it is the one that that gets us right <laughs> so, exactly you know sometimes we jump to conclusions here because we haven't sat down with a professional okay to look at these numbers and see how they actually work out for us maybe you have maybe you've done the necessary planning and and figured out that you can't retire right now but most people don't really have a plan, I think, that say something like this. And so they're actually surprised a lot of times to find out that they're in better shape than they actually realized. And, uh, you know, if you're in this category, it's important to have that income plan. I mentioned that earlier. It shows exactly where you stand and and what you're going to be able to do over time. And if you're not in good shape, at least you know what you need to do to fix it. Okay, that's, sure. that's so Very important true. in this in this case. And, um, you know, who knows, you might be in for a pleasant surprise once you map it all out and see what your numbers look like. But I had a client that, again that came in, uh, this was a couple months ago, and we've been he's been planning on retiring for a couple of years, you know, getting closer to that date and just didn't know exactly when he wanted it to be. But earlier this year, he came in and said, I think this is the year we're gonna we're gonna do this toward the end of the year. And I said, well, your numbers look good and everything's great. I said, let's just crunch a few things here and see how it looks and and i said so you know give me your expected income again what you're what you're going to need for expenses and that kind of thing and he threw out a number that i hadn't heard before <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and that number was a lot higher than i had in his plan and i was like oh where did that come from you know and and he said well you know that's what i'm making now and i want to be able to do and i was like okay hang on just a second here i said what you're making now versus what you're gonna need expense wise, how do those numbers work out? And he threw out a number of, you know, eight thousand dollars a month and I said, I said, Okay, go back home. I said, look at your numbers again and see what you are actually spending. And I said, cushion it cushion it big time. Oh, very good look point, at yeah. that. And I said, I said, you know, throw in an extra $500,000 after you even cushion it. And I said, tell me what that number is. And he came back. It was like 3,600 a month. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, okay, so you can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I think we actually uh, talked about this guy a few yeah, months ago. Yeah. yeah, we did. We did. And, and you know, this, in this situation, he just needed to really remember what he needed for expenses. And You know, once he saw that number, because that other number he threw out, it, it, wasn't going to work as well, right? <laughs> you know.
1: Well, okay. So, so Nathan, it sounded so. to me like that he he doesn't he didn't have the confidence, and that kind of circles me back around to what we kind of yeah. talked about a little bit a few minutes ago. Is that maybe for a lot of people, when they go into a defensive mechanism stance, if you will, when it comes to investments in retirement, they're either not confident enough in their portfolio, their investments, right, mm-hmm. or maybe their retirement plan, and or even their advisor or themselves to just walk away from work.
2: Yeah, and you know that's what i see a lot of times you know this is probably one of the most prevalent things and you know there's a good chance that you may not have enough money to retire or or a person in this situation may not have enough money to retire but they just haven't seen a comprehensive plan that gives them the confidence to you know make that work okay to show that they can do that based on their nest egg okay and in all fairness it's hard to be confident and a collection of products that you've been sold, all right? So you've got to look at that. You need an advisor that's actually working with you that's not necessarily trying to sell things. So instead of being confident in the money that you've saved over the years and its ability to meet your retirement needs, your confidence is coming from your ability to continue earning an income. Okay. Okay. So you think you want to, you're able to work and you're able to continue to do this and, and uh, you probably are not going to be able to do that the rest of your life. So that income plan gets you in line, get your focus where it needs to be. So if this is you, if this is if you've tried to do some of these things on your own, or maybe your advisor hasn't worked with this well for you, when you're setting up a true income plan that you understand and have confidence in, that can be a game changer for you. And it's even more important to understand in this situation how your investments work. And knowing that your advisor is not speculating and gambling with your money and so one way to tell if your advisor is doing that and this is something i try to talk about quite often but you want to make sure that they're not speculating and gambling with your money so you want to know if you're diversified okay and mark a lot of people here try to you know think that they're diversified because they have 5 10 15 different mutual funds or you know 30 different stocks and, right. and all of that in their portfolio and that doesn't mean you're diversified that doesn't mean that that this is going to work for you over time a lot of mutual funds invest in the same stocks and so you may have the investment company of america and the growth fund of america and a lot of different names on your mutual funds but those end up holding a lot of the same stocks if not almost all the same stocks inside of that so have the conversation with your advisor of the asset classes that you're investing in that's the conversation so large stocks small stocks growth stocks value stocks what do you hold how many of those different asset classes do you hold in your portfolio? And that really helps you get that income plan in place and make sure that your investments will be able to provide that income that you need over time. If you only have two or three asset classes, then that's a major problem you know we feel like 18 different asset classes or more is what you need to invest successfully over time so uh, it's just you need to have that conversation with your advisor and make sure number one you've got the income plan in place and number two your investments are diversified enough to be able to provide that income plan for you over time
1: well you're listening to the financial answer and if you have questions and you'd like to get some answers to some of these things that we've discussed today on the program reach out to Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor at 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. You're listening to The Financial Answer. More to come after this. We'll be right back.
0: Did you know that Nathan O'Brien has a fiduciary responsibility to you as his client? That means he always has to look out for your best interest. When you meet with Nathan and his team at O'Brien & Associates, they promise to act honestly and build you a financial plan that's custom-tailored to your situation. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation today by calling 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Again, 855-51-COACH.
1: Can't get those burning financial questions out of your head? Better keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer. Mark Kellyan, alongside... Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien and Associates. You can reach out to Nathan a couple of different ways. You can find him on the old interwebs there if you go to InvestorCoach.net. That is InvestorCoach.net. Well, you know, it's just after Halloween, right? We were talking yeah, about candy, right. so that's why right. not interwebs, right? Uh, <laughs> InvestorCoach.net, again, is a great resource to tap into. You can learn more about Nathan and the team. Uh, you can also request a retirement rescue toolkit, which you usually hear the commercials here on the show that we do, but it is a great resource to to tap into there. You can get one of these toolkits, absolutely free, complimentary. Uh, they'll send that out to you. Just go to the website, click on the little uh, picture of it, and you can request one. And you can also request one by just calling eight five five fifty one 51 coach That is 855-51-COACH. It is a box of goodies that Nathan has put together with a lot of good information to help you get started on your investment and retirement journey, or just give you some things to think about. And of course, again, you can always just call and request a consultation. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. All right, Nathan, so let's talk about mutual funds. We don't specifically dive into... Yeah, we haven't really dove into just different topics lately. We kind of been doing a lot of analogies and things right. of that nature. So right. let's actually just talk about mutual funds here on the program. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think they oh, most people no. invest in, so Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a good thing to talk about. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's long been kind of the most popular way, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely and um, you know that that trend seems to be continuing. You know, people I definitely think people are in investing less in actively managed funds versus like ETFs and passive investments and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and so, you know, that's definitely what's gone on over the past few years and the trends that we see really, I guess, over the past 10 years.
1: Okay. So we'll dive into this a little bit further here. So what percentage, uh, just kind of out of curiosity's sake, when you meet with clients or potential clients, especially for the first time, what percentage of these folks tend to come in in one form or another with some form of a mutual fund since it is the most popular? Is it, is it pretty high?
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, most people have, you know, really, we're seeing a lot of people with 401ks and things like that. And so, you know, that's what's inside of most 401ks. Almost right. all of them have mutual funds and ETFs like and those funds, type of things. Yeah, stuff. target date funds, all of that. So, I mean, it's probably 98, 99% of the people that we see, that's what they own. And, and you know, the the big problem that I see is that most people, as I said earlier, most people still in this area, most people still have actively managed funds, you know, and and uh, that's that's where the problem I think lies is, you know, that money manager of that fund is trying to Actively choose the best stocks, you know, and science has proven that that doesn't work. Academia has proven that that doesn't work over time and and people just still a lot around this area still are, are using actively managed funds. And so Versus just a passive investment or an ETF or an index fund or something along those lines that buys an index or an asset class and, you know, it's a buy and hold type strategy. So, you know, that's one thing that we really try to talk a lot about with new people when they come in and show them the difference in you know, what that is doing in their portfolio, how that cost is typically a lot higher and and actively managed funds and those type of things. So just how that affects their returns over time.
1: Well, and obviously a lot of what you do is the coaching is trying to provide that investment advice, that investment coaching material, if you will. That's
2: what people need for sure. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. So let's do, let's kind of break down just a couple basic things here for a minute. Um, Okay and this is stuff that you deal with every day, but there may be a lot of us who aren't quite sure what some of these terms mean. So. Inside a mutual fund, there's the thing called the expense ratio, right? Yeah. So what is yeah. it and why is it important to understand it?
2: Yeah. So the expense ratio, and this is you know something that a lot of people get confused about. The expense ratio shows you what some of the costs are, but it doesn't show you all of the costs. Okay. All right. So every type of mutual fund, index fund, ETF, they all have these expense ratios and you can look in the prospectus or you can look on Google or Morningstar or anything like that and find what the expense ratio is of the mutual fund that you're investing in. But it does cover... A lot of the cost, like for example, there's there's something that's included in that that's 12B1 fees and people see that all the time. They're like, what is that? Well, that's a marketing cost basically for the mutual oh, fund. Okay. So that's, a covering, that's covered under the expense ratio. Management fee. so the advisor or the group of advisors that are actually managing that mutual fund, not your advisor, but the advisor that's managing the mutual fund, they get a part of that expense ratio as well. That's usually the largest part of that. Administrative cost and other just operating cost of the fund, but that's not all of the cost. And so I want people to also understand, I want you to understand that there's another cost that can be really high as well. And that's called the turnover ratio. Okay. Okay. So turnover ratio is how often that money manager of the mutual fund, again, not your advisor, but the money manager of the fund, how often they are changing stocks, buying and selling stocks inside of that fund. And so if they're doing that a lot, if they're doing that all the time, then that cost can add up because there's a cost for all of those transactions that are happening inside that fund. And so it's important to make sure that, for example, if your turnover is 100%, that means that in a year, the money manager sells every single stock and buys all new ones in, in that year. So that's inside that fund. And so that's high. The average turnover for an actively managed fund in America is a little over 84%. And so that turnover can add a lot in cost. And let's face it, the cost reduces (laughs) what you make. Right. Okay. That's it. And that's, you know, so you want to, you want to invest in the right asset classes. You want to diversify, right? But then you've got to focus on that cost and get that cost as low as you possibly can and still diversify right, still buy the asset classes that you need. And so this is something that I think more people need to pay attention to. And so, you know, I'll, I hear the statement a lot of times, Mark, people tell me, you know, I say, well, what are your costs? Well, I don't know, but, you know, it's probably not a bad cost in there <laughs> you know, or something like that. They say, I really don't know what it is. I've never really looked at it. Well, that's important because that cuts into what you make.
1: And as we say often here on the show, it's you know it's not necessarily what you make, but it's what you keep. And of course, <laughs> right. if you're not making as much as you could be due to things like the uh, the expense ratios, the, um, what'd you call those? The turnover, uh, turnover yeah, ratios, turnover cost. Uh-huh. right? Uh, so there's lots of things that can chip away. And that's some of the, what we're discussing here today on the financial answer we're talking about mutual funds on this section of the of the show and if you have questions about your mutual funds and things you'd like to learn more about reach out to Nathan at 85551 uh, coach that is 85551 coach he's got an office in Jackson and Huntington so either one is convenient to uh, come in and see him and just have a conversation about your specific financial and investing situation. Uh, So let's continue on with some mutual fund terms, if you will, Nathan. Okay. Explain to us what loaded mutual funds means. I know there's different types, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. And again, this is something that a lot of people don't truly understand, but a loaded mutual fund means that you're paying a sales charge or paying a commission, okay? So if it has a front load, that means you pay a commission to get into that fund. So, for example, if you take... $20,000 $20,000 and you buy a mutual fund with that, uh, any mutual fund, if you're working with a commission based advisor, one that charges commissions, then they're going to charge you 5.75% uh, typically to okay. buy that mutual fund. Okay.
1: On the, on the front end.
2: On the front end. Right. So that comes out and you invest what's left. Okay. Or they invest for you what's left after that charge happens. There's also what's called a back end load. So as you can understand, that's going to be charged on, on the <laughs> the back end so right. when you actually get out so of that that's when you fund. sell it right okay, right yeah. when you sell it and so now the back end loads can go away over time if you hold it for a long enough time frame then that load goes away and because they've made enough money you know through the the annual expenses in the account or in the mutual fund that they're not going to charge you that over time but that's that's years down the road it can be you know 5 10 years down the road whatever it, it depends on what it is for that sure. particular fund and then there's also a no load fund and this This is where people get blindsided because they think that, well, Well, I would say right off
1: the bat, there's no charge, right? (laughs) Right.
2: There's no charge. There's no commission on the front or back. And right. There's no load there. But what happens a lot of times is the mutual fund has a lot higher internal cost here. Right. Okay. So it's going to be 30, 40% higher a lot of times on the internal cost. And so you're paying that expense every single year. You think it's a good deal, but over time, it it gets worse and worse and ends up costing you more and more over time. A lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times that's the case on a no-load fund. So you've got to be careful about working with a commission advisor just to understand how they get paid and what they're getting paid. And if you like that, if you choose that, that's great. Work with them. If not, then... You've made a clear and knowledgeable decision at that point.
1: Well, obviously, a lot of information in inside the mutual fund conversation that we're having today, as well as inside the actual mutual <laughs> funds. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're really asking the questions that are going to work well for your financial situation. And as we say often, everyone's situation is truly different. And I know, uh, Nathan, a lot of times with your classes that you have at the community college, which I know right now with the holidays coming up, we're currently on a break with those. But these are some of the things that are talked about. It's really important to get that extra education, especially when it comes to your investments and your finances and your retirement. And that's a lot of what you guys do at O'Brien and Associates.
2: Yeah, it is. And, and it's so important for people to understand these things with investing. They just A lot of times I hear people say, just, you know, I'm making money, so it's doing good. But if it's not, don't rock the boat, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what a lot of people think. And, you know, I'm making six, seven, eight percent a year, so it's doing good. Well, you know, if the market has made 12 over that time frame, then you're missing out, you're missing three or four percent. And so, That's the thing that I really try to get across with our clients. And and when I'm doing the education classes is you've got to make sure you're getting the market return. That's important because that's what helps you achieve the balances that you need in your retirement plan over time and in your investments over time. It's so much easier to get to that, you know, whatever your level needs to be. It's so much easier to get there if you're getting that full market return. And so it's important to understand that. Um, And a lot of people don't.
1: Well, balance is certainly the key word right there, as well as the the key to the whole situation, making sure that you're properly balanced And If you'd like to talk with Nathan about your retirement plan, your financial plan, your investment strategy, Nathan is a great resource here in the Hub City, here in West Tennessee. Go ahead and reach out to him, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. There's no cost, no obligation. Go ahead and just give him a call. Get yourself on the calendar. Have that initial chat and see if it's worth having more communication, I guess, and really discussing your specific unique situation. 855-51-COACH. You're listening to the financial answer. There's more to come after this. We're going to continue on with our mutual fund discussion after the break. Don't go anywhere.
0: With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Here in West Tennessee, turn to the team at O'Brien & Associates for help. Schedule a review of your plan by calling 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. You'll find out all the ways you can better prepare for your financial future. The team has offices in Jackson and Huntington, so there's a place close by for you to come in and meet. Call now, 855-51-COACH. Throughout history... People have relied on
1: sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures
0: in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien.
1: You're back here with us on The Financial Answer, Mark Killian, alongside Nathan O'Brien. We are in our post-Halloween radio program. We appreciate you staying tuned in. (laughs) Five pounds Uh, heavier. (laughs) Five pounds heavier like everybody else with the candy. Uh, But we certainly appreciate you staying tuned into the program, folks. If you'd like to reach out to Nathan O'Brien and talk about Halloween candy, you can certainly do so, but a better use of your time (laughs) might be to discuss your finance, your investing, and your retirement strategies and situations. 855-51-COACH is that number to call, 855-51-COACH. You can also go to his website, InvestorCoach.net. That is InvestorCoach.net, and also go ahead and check them out on Facebook as well. You can go to O'Brien and Associates on the old Facebook. That is O'Brien and Associates, and uh, occasionally you're going to start seeing little videos pop up as well, Nathan and I discussing different topics throughout the week, little short clips that will hopefully help you along the way in your investment and retirement journey, and if questions that you know may arise, you can reach out to Nathan and the team anytime, 855 855- Fifty-one coach Nathan, let's go back to mutual funds. Uh, We talked about that in the prior segment. Okay. And we went through some topics, things like expense ratios, turnover ratios, loaded funds, what that is, front end, back end, no load. Uh, But what about the tax implications or or (laughs) issues that may come from mutual funds?
2: Yeah, well, you know, mutual funds with taxes can be very frustrating because, especially if you have the actively managed funds that I was talking about earlier, okay. in a taxable account. So we're not talking about inside of IRAs or four hundred one k's; those are tax deferred until right. until you draw it out later. But what we're talking about here is a taxable account or an individual account that you may own that's outside of retirement plans. So it's mostly in this case about ordinary income tax versus capital gains taxes okay when you're investing in stocks that's pretty straightforward mark you know that when you're investing in a stock if you own that stock for less than a year then it's going to be taxed at ordinary income tax rates right if you own it for more than a year then it's at capital gains tax rates which can be significantly lower you know on the tax rate there so but mutual funds are a little more complicated than that. So simply, you know, when you're investing in a mutual fund, investments inside of that are managed by a group of of money managers or an individual money manager. And there may be, you know, anywhere from 50 to 1,000 different stocks inside that one mutual fund, all right? So when it comes to taking distributions out of that mutual fund, the difference between ordinary income and capital gains Has nothing to do with how long you've owned that mutual fund okay it's based on how long that fund held that individual stock in the portfolio all right so if you received a distribution from a fund and that security that was sold to pay that distribution out to you was only held for six months you may have you may have held that mutual fund for two or three years okay but that security that was sold was only held for six months then that distribution to you is taxed at ordinary income tax rates okay if it was held for over a year then it's taxed at capital gains tax rates. so that's when it comes to taxes and expenses and all of these things you know we were talking about early earlier the turnover ratio so again that comes back on the tax situation here if your money manager of that fund is changing things around all the time and buying new stocks and selling stocks and stuff all the time inside that fund then that's going to add to the potential tax bill that you get at the end of the year that's going to add to the expense ratio it's going to add to the turnover cost it's going to just have a negative effect for you financially on that so again, actively managed funds have been proven to not work as well over time for investors. There's 60 years of academic research on that and many Nobel Prizes won on that information. So I just feel like investors need to be aware of that uh, because a lot of people that I see don't know that and don't understand that.
1: Okay. So let me just kind of round out this conversation on mutual funds, Nathan, with... Okay. We discussed when we first started that the majority of people tend to invest in mutual funds in one form or another, especially when they're first getting involved with and working with a financial professional an advisor like yourself, a registered investment advisor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are so many different asset classes or so many different strategies, things out there. And we've talked about the landscape changing a little bit. Do you think mutual funds are going to be eliminated altogether, or you know, how, how do you feel? See that situation going, and do you tend to incorporate mutual funds into a client's portfolio?
2: Absolutely, we uh, we use mutual funds, and I think it's the best investment out there, just simply because they're so highly regulated. Uh, you have a lot of liquidity; okay. it's easy to get in in and out of. I don't think they'll ever go away. There has been that transition from actively managed to passively managed. And I think we're going to see more of that. We're okay. going to see a lot more ETFs and index funds and things like that come out. I think we'll see a lot of that over time. But I don't think they'll ever go away because it still is the cheapest way. I mean, you can take $1,000 and buy 1,000 stocks through a mutual fund where right. you can't do that on you know with $1,000 if you're buying individual stocks or bonds or anything like that. There's no way to do that. So the mutual fund provides the average investor the ability to diversify and have potentially better returns over time and less volatility over time. And so I, we use it. We use them exclusively in our portfolios. We, that's basically all that we're going to use because of the regulation, because of the diversification ability that you have through mutual funds.
1: Okay. Well, certainly a good topic. A lot of information to really digest when you're talking about uh, really anything when it comes to the investing world, but certainly mutual funds. And it's always good to have a coach on your side. And Nathan O'Brien can certainly help you with that. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. 855-51-COACH. You know, Nathan, we've been talking uh, recently about uh, the Facebook page as well as the, uh, the website because it's another great resource and using the media available to help reach people and let people ask questions and learn and we actually have had a couple email questions come in about Kinda the topic great. that we're on so if you okay. want we'll tackle a couple of these real fast yeah that'd be great uh, Kevin writes in and Kevin uh, says he's in Jackson by the way and Kevin says uh, Nathan my employer said they're going to stop the matching of our 401k contributions mm, okay in a few months because they have to offset the rising health insurance costs. now this is new I haven't heard this is, is this something that happens a lot more often
2: I yeah I'm seeing it occasionally I mean 401ks have been I know a few companies have definitely stopped the contributions Hmm. One of the big uh, medical providers around here quit doing that a few years ago and and stopped matching. I think they're starting again, which is good. Right. It's it's a good thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, health insurance costs have – have gone through the roof, no. so that makes sense. So companies, no. right,
1: are trying to find ways to manage right. stuff. Trying well, he goes, to save that. Yeah. yeah. So he goes on to say, because of the match being eliminated, do you think I should just stop contributing to the four hundred one k and look for another investment vehicle someplace else?
2: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, good question, Kevin. And yeah, great. you know, I mean, knowing knowing what age you are and that kind of thing, and how much you're saving, all of these things weigh in on that. But you know, if you're trying to save more then you can through like an IRA. So if you're over 50, you you can save up to $6,500 a year through an IRA. It works basically the same thing way as a 401k where it's tax deferred. A Roth IRA is taxable now, but tax free going into the future. So if you're over fifty, you can do that. If you're under fifty, Kevin, then you can put up to fifty five hundred. If you're wanting to save more than that through a tax deferred account, then you probably are going to have to continue to contribute to that four hundred one k. You know, if you're under fifty, you can put up to eighteen thousand dollars into that thing. If you're over fifty, you can put up to twenty four thousand into that thing and and save uh, quite a bit of money that way. One thing that I do like about four hundred one ks is it's an easy, don't have to think about it way to save money. Exactly. You know, it's uh, it's just a regular comes out of your paycheck. It's no discipline is required. It's just, Hey, this is going there. And in 10 years you look and you got a lot of money in there. So, yeah. but I do see a lot of 401ks that are bad. They don't offer great diversification, sometimes the costs are high inside the mutual funds that they are investing in. Uh, Typically there's no manager, there's no one giving you advice on that. You may can get that, you have to pay for that usually, but typically that's that's the case for most 401 ks So, I would really um great questions Kevin and and it's uh as always, it's hard to answer that without knowing your exact situation, but there's a few things to think about and and uh if you need to know more specifics and give us a call, we'd be glad to talk to you. 855-51
1: coach 855-51 coach. Uh but certainly a good point and and my two cents on it is is that uh, as Nathan said, it's such an easy way to save for retirement. You could yeah, always you know change your allocations or whatever and go into another vehicle if you really feel passionate about that. But uh, even if they're not matching, you know the free money's great, obviously, but uh, it's mm-hmm. still one of those things where you're still saving for your retirement kind of a hands-off kind of thing. You just it's just happening and you don't have to necessarily stress about it. so
2: right, and if you, if you're getting, if you're getting a match, Always get as much of the free money as you can. Sure, of course, right? Because there's no investment. I mean, some people ask me that all the time as well. And and so, if you're getting a match, put as much as you have to in to get all of that match because you're in most cases doubling your money instantly. So it's just. You can't do that anywhere else, so get and that I'm sure free that, money.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that's where Kevin's kind of train of thought was coming right, from yeah, because they took yeah. away the match. He's thinking, well, maybe there's a better it's option. It's not worth doing it now. Yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, and so. it may not
2: be. It may not be in yeah. his situation, but it's hard to hard to know that without looking at his particular case.
1: All right. Well, Kevin, you know, go ahead and give Nathan a call, 855-51-COACH. Uh, we got a question from Annie, also in Jackson. And Annie says, uh, she, she, he's going to get you on this one, Annie. He says, she says, Nathan, uh, my 401k is invested mostly in the company stock. Oh, is no. that bad?
2: Enron. <laughs> <In> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of risk doing that, Annie. Yeah, definitely, definitely, there's yeah. a lot of risk. Uh, so, I, absolutely, I think any advisor would tell you, you need to diversify. But you do have potentially an advantage here that uh, you may not have in another case. So since you've already got a lot of money in that company stock, if you are close to retirement, you need to sit down with an advisor and look and see if if you can take advantage of what's something that's called net unrealized appreciation and and what happens here is you know if it's all in that individual stock you can sell that when you're retiring or when you're making there has to be a triggering event okay so retiring leaving that job over 59 and a half something along those lines if you have that triggering event then you can sell that stock and and the cost basis that you paid for that stock is taxed at ordinary income tax rates okay so whatever tax bracket you're in but then the growth is taxed at capital gains tax rates and so right now the mm-hmm. the maximum is 20% on that and more than likely you'll be paying 15% capital gains tax rate on that and so you know it's just you can take advantage of it it's not necessarily the best thing to do okay you've got to look at the tax consequences but there are some advantages to having that individual company stock, I would never recommend anybody to right. just invest in that one company stock, though. Uh, just it's so risky over time. But uh, sit down with an advisor, Annie. We'll be glad to do that. Or any advisor should know about the net unrealized appreciation rules and and help you see how that's going to affect you. Uh, but uh, good question, yeah. And don't ever just invest in one company. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and <laughs> it's, and even if the com- right,
1: even if the company, you know, you you know the company well, you you love it. Uh, even yeah. if it's a a, a big you name, can't see the future. you cannot see just, the future, and unfortunately, yeah. you're not on the board of directors making decisions. Right, so it's always a great idea, as Nathan said, just to make sure you're diversified. Uh, nothing wrong with keeping, you know, part of it in there. Absolutely, but just make sure that you are not, uh, well, as as our parents, grandparents, grandma used to say, right? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> That's right. You know, we were talking, we said a couple of uh, sayings earlier in the show as well. And it's kind of funny because these things do exist because for at least some sort of reason, right? Sayings exist, exist because <laughs> there's a little bit of truth to them. Now they get yeah, kind of distorted of over time, but there's right. usually a little truth to them. So, Annie, just make sure you're protecting yourself uh, as Nathan likes to say, you know, you should care more about your investments than than obviously your advisor Absolutely. or anyone else. So make sure you're doing the best things for you. Reach out to someone and talk about how to kind of get better diversified there. And Nathan's a great resource 855-51 coach. You are listening to the Financial Answer. We certainly appreciate you on the program today. If you'd like to talk to registered investment advisor and founder of O'Brien and Associates, that's Nathan O'Brien. Call him at 855-51 coach. Get yourself on the calendar, come in for a consultation at his office. In Jackson or Huntington and uh, talk about your unique, specific situation. You can also find out about the Retirement Rescue Toolkit on the website, InvestorCoach.net, and uh, you'll hear a little uh, commercial for that here in just a second from yours truly, and we'll
0: be right
1: back with more here on The Financial
0: Answer. Nathan O'Brien is the founder of O'Brien & Associates. He's a registered investment advisor and your local investor coach in West Tennessee. He has offices in Huntington and Jackson. Set a time to meet for a review of your financial plan, or to RSVP for upcoming events in the area. Call now, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. That number again, 855-51-COACH.
1: Stay tuned. There is more coming up on the Financial Answer. You've got questions, we've got answers. This is the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here today on the Financial Answer. Mark Kellyanne alongside Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien and Associates, uh, eight five five fifty one. Coach, haven't done that to you for a I'm gonna while. Gonna
2: have to get an Irish commercial. Yeah, or something. we're gonna have
1: to do one. <laughs> so, I haven't
2: done that. To, are, I, you know what? I never even asked you. Are you actually are you Irish descent? I thought we. I, I would assume you with would assume. O'Brien as the last name. I'm kind of redheaded a little bit. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so right. it's, gotta, it's it's, it's got right? Yeah. So I I don't know. I've never had the uh, the genealogy thing done. Mm-hmm. I need to do that because I, I do. I just have that that deep connection with Ireland. And do you. Okay. <laughs> so, have, you ever, have you ever been? Have you ever I been? haven't, no, no, I've actually, my wife and I are planning a trip, hopefully in the next, no, probably not 2018, but 2019. Oh, we well, they try go. to go. So See, yeah. you never know.
1: You and I just randomly started doing that here on the program just because it's funny to me. <laughs> and so <laughs> you never know. But anyway, That's folks right. listening in Radio Land, we certainly appreciate it. Nathan and I get off on tangents from time to time, but we certainly appreciate you tuning into the program. The point of the financial answer is to help you uh, hopefully with some education and some coaching ideas, thoughts, techniques, things to think about uh, through your investment life and as you're approaching retirement, whether you're a retiree or a pre-retiree or, you know, even, you know, I don't know what a pre-pre-retiree is, if <laughs> you know, 40 plus, whatever that looks like. Nathan's yeah. a great resource to tap into. Eight five five fifty one coach is the number to call if you'd like to sit down and have a conversation really about your unique situation. You know, we talk about concepts and terms and different things on the program. We take questions from around the area. But all of it is in generalities because everyone's situation is so different. So make sure that before you take any action, no matter what it is, you always check with a qualified financial professional. And uh, Nathan is certainly there if you need to talk with him. 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. Let's finish off the program today, bud, with debt and retirement planning. Mm, There are those that are on the radio as well that uh, are, you know, debt, no debt, no debt, no debt, right? They have, right, yeah. they have certain trains of thought. So let's get right. your train of thought here about debt and retirement planning. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any clients of yours that maybe are like a situation you could tell us about where they actually built up a
2: pretty darn good nest egg because they didn't have any debt? Yeah, I actually have uh, one client. She, she always pops in my mind when people ask me about this. And This lady was a hard worker. She never made more than $10 an hour. Wow, really? Never made more than $10 an hour, was debt-free pretty much her entire life. Her and her husband were great with this. And she herself accumulated a substantial amount of wealth because of that. She invested in the market. She did really well. And again, she'd never made more than ten dollars an hour. She would just just put it back, you know, and, and take a portion of every paycheck and put it back and not have not have to worry about that debt. And even to this day, even you know, with her account being what it is, she still does not make payments on cars and things like that you know she just pays them off and and she just she pays cash for everything or uh, or writes a check for everything so you know that's just so different than than what we're used to seeing, yeah, and that's today. a lot of discipline in there. Too. It is, yeah, it is, and and she's done really well. Had a very comfortable retirement um, because of that, and being able to to uh, just enjoy a, th- a lot of things throughout her life. I'm sure she's kind of missed out on a few things, but I don't know that she would say that. Um, right. you know, she probably doesn't feel like that. I well, everybody's really situation yeah, right? like we is different, right? It is. That's now. right. That's right. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was great, and actually one of my wealthiest clients you know he he started from the very beginning he and his wife and they put back a portion of every single dollar that they made and didn't again didn't accumulate debt over time did not purchase, actually lived in a very very modest house i think the value of their house was like $40,000 or something it was it was very very modest house and you know He's got six million dollars. So wow. (laughs) So so yeah. It's kind of a Sam Walton approach, right? It is. Yeah, and and so you know he never bought a new car until he was seventy years old. So (laughs) it was just a lot of things that uh, you know not having debt over time allowed him to to put back and save and. Um, you know, really have some good numbers over time.
1: Well, and and that's certainly, there are cases like anything uh, that are, you know, that happen for folks out there. But as you mentioned, it is, it does, it's kind of rare, right? For most of us, we yeah. do have debt and yeah. there are things that we tend to do. And so let's talk about maybe good debt. Now we've heard that term before. Do you believe in the term good debt? It's usually associated with like a mortgage usually.
2: Yeah, right. And yeah, there are, I think, such things as good debt. The mortgage is is usually one of those. Uh, if you maintain your house and, and if it's in a fairly decent area or better, then it's going to continue to increase in value. You, you don't know what's going to happen in the future, of course, with that area or anything like that. But For the most part, mortgages, especially with the interest rates today being, you know, typically less than four percent, that mortgage is is not costing you much interest over time, and the value of your house should appreciate at that value or greater over time. Uh, College, I think, is is not necessarily a You know, a bad debt, it's potentially a good debt because that's going to give you training to earn more, to better yourself over time. Any type of higher education doesn't have to be college, but any type of higher education past high school, any kind of training there. That can be good debt for the short term and and something that can help. You can get in trouble, you know, in that situation, especially with colleges being thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars just for even you know local private colleges. There's they're forty thousand dollars a year. So oh yeah. um, around this area. So you know it, you can be you can get in a lot of trouble financially there, but uh, if you make smart decisions, then that can be a good debt as well. So just be careful. Make sure that you're you're using your credit wisely in that situation.
1: Absolutely. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer here on the radio today. We appreciate your time. Nathan O'Brien alongside myself, Mark Killian. If you'd like to reach out to Nathan and talk with him about debt and retirement planning in this instance, then it's 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH is your number to call. Uh, so, Nathan, you know, as I said earlier, we have uh, other people in the this field, in this, uh, mm-hmm. this same field that you're in, that yeah. say you need to be debt-free. You need to be debt-free. And that's kind of their, their trumpet call, if you will. Do yeah. you feel that someone needs to be debt-free before they retire to be successful?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be easier. Sure. I mean, it's going uh, sure. to yeah. be easier that way. Yes. They don't have to be it can work out still if you're not. Okay. I would definitely recommend being bad debt free. Okay. So don't have credit card debt. Okay. Okay, Don't, you know, don't be living beyond your means there uh, because that, that interest rate can change so quickly and fluctuate so fast. But you know, I mean, used to, I would say that cars were even bad debt, but Mark, you know, now, I mean, you can buy a new car and finance it at 0% a lot of times yeah. interest. So it doesn't make sense to take money out of an account that's making four five, 6% and pay for something that is costing you nothing interest rate wise. Right. And so um but so people I have seen people, you know, financing cars that typically wouldn't finance a, a car over time, but um it's going to make it a lot easier if you don't have that debt because it takes less money to meet your expenses at that point. It allows you to have a lot more flexible expendable income during that time. You can potentially do more things that you want to do such as travel and, you know, whatever. So right. a lot of different options that you have if you're debt free, but it's not an absolute necessity to be debt free. Um, I, I do see people sometimes buy a house at seventy years old and finance it for twenty years, and and I don't know why the banks do that. That's that's <laughs> yeah, uh, interesting. You know, that's that's something that they can do, but you have to be careful in that situation and and make sure that you know, your kids are able to pay that off through life insurance or whatever. Because more than likely, you're not going to see the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) There's a good chance of it for sure. Well, let's finish
1: off today's program, Nathan. Uh, You know, a lot of times we talk about the investment world, the retirement world. Uh, Mm -hmm. When you're sitting down and working with someone, you know, putting a plan in place, because obviously a plan is a great way to get that, a level of discipline in in there that maybe a lot of us do not have. That's going to help us, you know, see clearly how to get to through retirement so on and so forth. Right. Um, But maybe that plan also correlates and works along with helping remove debt in the process. Is that something that you tend to see sometimes or that when you're crafting a plan that that's kind of the goal?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely going to be the goal, especially if there's bad debt, if there's credit card debt and short term debt on things, you know, boats, that kind of stuff. If there's a lot of that, that's definitely going to be a focus and we're trying to eliminate that. I want to also try to focus and help people get that mortgage paid off before they do retire. A lot of times people just, you know, the problem I see here is they don't live on a budget. You know, this can, this can really get you into debt quickly and because you're you're spending randomly you can't seem to get out of that if you don't live on a budget. And so I had a couple come in that was in their early 50s and they had about $65,000 in debt besides their mortgage. Most of that, like 50,000 was in credit cards. It was it was way out there. And so they were already on a plan to have the mortgage paid off by sixty-four, so a year or so before they retired. But they weren't able to pay much more than the minimum on the credit cards, and and that was because they didn't have a budget. You know, after looking at that budget and showing them where they were, just really throwing money away, uh, they were spending seven hundred dollars a month on their dogs on average. Oh wow, um, yeah, and and just things, just random things with with that. And so there was a lot of. Extra money that, you know, they didn't have to stop spending on their animals and their pets, but just reduce that a little bit here and there. And some other things that the budget really helped them see and understand. And then, you know, after we did that, they eight years into it, they were debt free. Eight years in, wow. so yeah, we were able to help them, you know, do that. They didn't, they didn't reduce their contributions to their four hundred and one k's or anything. They were able to get out of debt earlier than they expected. They were able to focus on that and and get that taken care of. So it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Most cases, you haven't accumulated that debt overnight, and so it's things that you've done over time. So. Uh, it's gonna be something that requires discipline from both of you. It's not fun, but it is important, and it's a lot of times crucial to make sure that uh, your retirement plan works out. So it's important to get on a plan and stay on a budget. It's just you know it, that's why we're we're taught that as we grow up.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if people are they're curious or they're interested in really seeing what it looks like to work with an advisor, work with a registered investment advisor who can really help them focus in on the goal that they have, whatever that goal might be. That's a lot of what you do at O'Brien and Associates. So what can people expect if they reach out?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, what we're going to do that first meeting is we're just going to sit down and talk and see, number one, can I help you? Can I help you in your situation and help meet the goals that you need? A lot of times people are kind of fearful to come in and talk because they, they think that, you know, I'm not going to always have something that they need to purchase or whatever. And, there's a lot of times where I will sit down with people and look at their situation and I'll tell them, look, everything's everything's good here. You just need to take that information, you need to know a little bit more about this. Go back to your advisor that you currently work with and and have them make this change for you and then you're going to be a lot better on track. And so, but that's what I do. In that first meeting if if there's something there that we can help you with, then great. I'll tell you how we're going to do that and how we'll proceed from there. But if not, then I'll tell you that as well. And so there's no, there's no cost for that first meeting. There's no pressure. We don't sell anything here. We do manage investments, and I do charge an hourly consultation for time that we do work for you. But when you're coming in for that first consultation, there's no cost. And so um, if you want to sit down with us, I'll be glad to sit down and talk to you.
1: All right. And how to make that happen is by calling 855. 855- 51 coach Go ahead and grab that cell phone that's nearby, or maybe if you're doing something, grab a pen, pencil, crayon, eyeliner, whatever's handy, and write down (laughs) 855-51-COACH. Really, the best thing is to not procrastinate because we all tend to get busy and forget to do things. So go ahead and call, get on the calendar, come in and just have that initial conversation with Nathan and see if there's anything he can do for you. Uh, There's no cost, no obligation, just have to take the action. 855-51-COACH. That is 855-51-COACH. Nathan has more than 15 years of experience in the industry. He is a registered investment advisor fiduciary, so he is going to do the best for you in your situation at O'Brien and Associates. You've been listening to The Financial Answer today. We certainly appreciate your time here on the program. Nathan, as always, thanks for doing the show with me. I certainly appreciate it as well.
2: Yeah, thank you, Marcos. Great show. Good topics.
1: Very good topics today. And if you'd like to check out some more, go to the investorcoach.net. You can always catch past episodes there on the podcast page as well as on Facebook. You can check him out there uh, on O'Brien and Associates and we'll post some video clips from now and again from the program as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Financial Answer. We'll talk to you next time.